0: Hello and welcome to We've Dropping at the Movies I'm Mike And I'm Zane And today we're talking about Border Yes uh, Or in the Swedish Grants Ah um, Which is uh, A Swedish Sort of Fantasy Well it's, it's Directed by A guy called Ali Abassi Who's an Iranian Danish director He's born in Tehran and he's lived and worked in Copenhagen for a long time, I think. And it's written by Abassi, um, Isabella Eklof, and Jan Linquist, who's the guy who wrote the original short story. And he's also the guy who wrote the book, and I think screenplay, for Let the Right One In, mm-hmm. which is that arty vampire movie that everyone loved. That I loved, yes. Um, I wasn't that crazy about Let the Right One In. But I, I loved I, it. I think it for me it may have been a victim of its hype. Okay. I loved it and we should watch it again. I mean what did you think of this one? This one I liked more, but I but I will say I think it's all it's a function of the same thing because this I've had a quick look round and it's had very, very good reviews. I hadn't heard of it at all. And mm. it and it won the Uncertain uh Regard. Uncertain Regard Prize at the Cannes Film Festival. So like this is not it's not like a a rubbish sequel or something. It's you know it's it's, it's a good movie. But the fact that I haven't heard of it and come to it with no particular expectations, I think, means I it helped me like it more. Ah. Okay. Well, I,
1: you know, like you, I had not heard of it. Um, the reason why uh, we've seen it, in fact, is because it's such a shit season of the cinema at the moment. I mean, there's really nothing on, right? Yeah, so
0: Toy Story, we might see Lion King, but that's it.
1: Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm not looking forward to seeing Lion King. So... <laughs> Um, so there's nothing to see, and I thought, well, this will be a good time to check out what movie has, right? And so basically, this was just a little bit random, right? So we checked through the movie listings, and we wanted something, you know, they've been showing for the last two weeks, because as you might know, Mubi is curated, so, you know, they have a film a day for 30 days, and they basically last for 30 days. Uh, so we wanted something where we could do a podcast, and where you might have the opportunity to listen in while it's still playing at movie.
0: Yeah, so, I, th- I think by the time this podcast comes out, it will have a little over a week left to play. Right. So you can still catch it.
1: That's right. So that was basically the criteria for choosing this particular film. Also, it kind of it sounded interesting. I must say, uh, you know, within the first 10 minutes, I thought, oh no, it's going to be one of those fucking Swedish films where it's all <laughs> mud and angst and the ugliness, really. Right. And it is a bit like that, Right. Um, but for me the film got richer and richer as it unfolded actually I found it so interesting I was, I was riveted I mean usually watching a film at home of this length I would have stopped three or four times for tea or coffee or something and I didn't stop at
0: all I watched it straight through I, I wouldn't say I was riveted but you're, I definitely agree that it, it grows it, it, it becomes much much richer as the story unfolds we should say coming up will we spoilers? Um, we're, we're going to spoil the whole thing uh a lot of stuff happens and it's worth being surprised by it so you know you, if you're interested in seeing it which you should be see it before we tell you the plot just now so let me
1: tell the plot a little bit you know for the beginning so the the film begins with this character called which we find out is called Tina and she's very unattractive um, you know and and basically she works at a, as a customs officer and she's got this uncanny ability to to sense People's feelings uh, by smell. Yeah,
0: she's got this amazing sense of smell.
1: Yeah, so, and basically, you know, uh, um, she's got this very dull life. Uh, uh, She's got a boyfriend who's really just smooching off of her, uh, and they clearly don't have sex very much. Her father is institutionalized, and she goes to visit him regularly. And, you know, it's it's indicated at the beginning that there is a kind of a bond, of feeling between them, that she's
0: a good daughter. He's uh, institutionalized in that he is old and kind of senile, yeah. rather than in prison. That's right. <laughs> uh, and so,
1: and then kind of one day, she, she sniffs out this guy, who's also not very attractive, uh, who ends up not having anything. And then... He takes the ferry again. She sniffs at him again. And this time, the custom officer discovers that he looks like someone who's had a sex change. Yeah, that he looks like a man, but he's got a vagina instead of a penis.
0: Yeah, they do a physical inspection of him. Yeah. And the guy who does it says, you should have done this because turns out That's this right. man has a vagina. So, anyway, but she
1: senses something in this guy. And this guy moves into her house. And basically, what they discover is they're alike. And there's like this amazing sex scene, which, um, in which the troll who looks like a guy and this woman, who we find out is also a troll, end up having sex. And basically, there's like a kind of a penis-like...
0: Growth, growth, and kind it of grows out like a, like a stamen of a plant or something yeah, yeah, that comes
1: out of her, you know, and she penetrates this this seemingly male troll with I thought that was an amazing
0: sequence, actually it was mad yeah and, um, it's like nothing you 've seen before, actually, I think what was really amazing is what followed that because that scene is the one where she physically realizes her trollness and yes. she learns that she is a troll and this sex scene happens, but what follows that is this freedom, this kind of running through the woods naked with the guy and swimming, yes. so this kind of, this this oneness with nature. It's kind of, um, it's kind of unoriginal in a sense, but it it feel, it felt wonderful. It, and the shelf kind of original she, actually She She sp- spent such a long time feeling different, weird, dull, whatever, and to learn this thing about herself and to, to, ...realize what her, her identity is. Yes. It's I read really it, expressive.
1: I read it very much as a trans narrative. Yeah. You know, that moment, yes. And actually, I, can't, I, I found it, like, really intriguing. So, I mean, I, I read it as a trans narrative... ...because the guy who externally looks like a bloke... ...yeah, yeah. ends up, you know, being the bearer of children. And, um, you know, the person or the troll who looks like a woman ends up kind of having the male genitalia that unfolds from her, right? Uh, and, and takes on that role uh, in sex. So, you know, so, so that freedom that follows of, like, swimming in the forest and being at ease together and all of that, you know, and finding your true self, I, I kind of... Yeah. It lends itself to that kind of reading. Anyway. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, but then I thought what was interesting about it is that instead of making it seem, like, beautiful and romantic and everything, they're actually, you know, the film is very careful about showing you, like, you know, the woman has, like, these hairy breasts, right? And, mm. yeah, kind of, um, the bloke is quite menacing. I.e., kind of, being a troll doesn't necessarily make you a nice person, yeah? That it's kind of, like, mm. yeah. Um, and, in fact, kind of, what we get in the middle of this is an, a, an investigation into a pedophile ring, in which it turns out that the, the male troll, troll she invites into her house
0: is involved in. Vora, his name is Vora, All right? And uh, yeah, and, and what's been happening is he's been stealing human babies, yes. providing them to this pedophile ring. Um, and part of his uh, kind of his own interest in that isn't that he wants these. Ki- I mean, he, he says humans are already. Horrible enough. They do these things Disgusting. already, and they don't need that. They don't really need my help. What his interest is is in replacing those babies with changelings, yes. with troll babies that will then be raised yes. um, by people who think they're raising their own human children. Yes. And he wants he wants trolls to come back. Basically, yes. His, the trolls have been mistreated, tortured, experimented on, all this kind of things. Because I read, I read it as very much a, uh, a kind of allegory of minorities. Yes. And otherness. Well, there is that for sure. Um, I think that's a kind of huge part of it, and I think it's in a very general sense because there's an extent to which it's about. Uh, you could read it as kind of uh, the immigrant experience, experience, but but the idea with trolls is not that they came there from somewhere else; they were always there. Yeah. I think the idea with trolls is that they weren't Christianized as the rest of Scandinavia was, so that kind of made them the evil sort of outsiders. But they were always natives. Right. to to those regions. Right. That's the idea behind them, I think. Um, so, but I, I th- I mean, that's, that was one I was seeing all the way through. Or at least once I realised they were trolls. Yes. I guessed it's just slightly ahead of time.
1: Well, I read it... I mean, actually, I didn't read it uh, through an immigrant experience, though. I think you can see it that way, actually, now the more I think about it. Um, you know, but it definitely has elements of, you know, trans and, and you know... Uh, um, two spirit people as they call them Um, it also has elements of Nazi experiments Mm. on humans yes Um, in the 40s there's an element of that right so you know the trolls were institutionalized and kind of experimented on and basically died uh, very soon thereafter so um, there's element of that and I suppose there's also kind of you know, these quest narratives of, you know, who, what is a person, and, you know, so on the one hand, a a general narrative of what is a person is a troller person, right? Uh, And on the other hand, you know, a more personal narrative of who am I, yes? Mm. Um, So, so, anyway, I thought it was was very interesting, and it really did grab me until the end. Um, And at the very end of the film, she receives, basically, a baby in the mail, which, you know, I think we're meant to think is hers,
0: right? Um, yeah, or maybe. No, I think... Yeah, well,
1: no, I think that's, that has to be the implication, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, because, I mean, the thing is that the male troll periodically lays eggs that look like human beings, but they're really like clay. I, they need to be fertilized before they become, like, person... Yeah, persons. Well, it's, trolls, yes. Or trolls, yeah. They so,
0: called there's a word from Hissit, Hissit, hisit hisit h i i s i t. That's
1: right. So and it needs to be fertilized. And basically, that moment of sex, I imagine, but I couldn't figure out whether it was that moment of sex or that moment of real anger. Yeah, where they hiss at each other, that is actually the moment of fertilization.
0: I, I, well, no, I, my instinct would be that it is the sex. Yes. I suppose, I suppose you can, you know. I mean, these aren't these are imaginary creatures. You can, I suppose, make up what you want. You can <laughs> the,
1: the um anyway at the end you know you get not just a hissed but a real troll baby yeah with that, a beard with a beard <laughs> yes that she feeds bugs to right so the film has all that kind of sense of of dampness and dankness and you know like things you associate with as forest mud and bugs and hmm. animals and you know. Um, and clearly that's what she's most at home with, really. So, And there's these interesting, very interesting images at the end of the film where the house is deteriorating and you see almost like the bookshelves are now rickety and full of dust and the car door is open and you have foxes going, you know, into the door. Yeah, like there's this sense that she's accepting the, the her trollness, Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah, well, her trollness is um, sort of... Expressed partly through a connection with the natural world, that she, she, you know, I mean, you mentioned early on, she takes her shoes off to go outside. Who takes their shoes off to go for a walk well, in the trolls. woods? <laughs> well, apparently trolls do, and you yeah, know that's what she does. And she, she has a sense of where animals are. That's hmm. something you know. She knows, how, she knows to. She's driving Mr. and Mrs. next door to the hospital to have their baby, but she slows down for an elk that's yes. crossing the road before she even sees it. Yeah, you know, that sort of thing. So. Because what I think is kind of interesting is, and I haven't, and I'm trying to think my way through, is the idea of, well, it's in the title, Borders, right? The idea of differences and, because the way, the way I think we should ideally think about race, as hard as it might be sometimes, is to think of ourselves as all the same. And everything else is societal on top of that. Mm. Everything that we construct as a difference, you know? Um but in this film, it is very clear that trolls are one thing and humans are another. I well, think. I'm not
1: sure because I, I think to me the implication of the title is almost like the opposite. That you know, so there are borders, but and but they're always being crossed. Yeah, and actually, it's interesting because you know she works as a customs officer, so yeah, people absolutely. crossing from one area to the other, right? And people bringing in things from one area to the other they shouldn't. Right, so I think it's all about borders, right? Borders exist, but also they're permeable; they're there to be crossed, they're there to keep people away, right? So
0: I think kind of yeah. the notion
1: of borders in all of its implications is
0: but the, yeah. So this is kind of what I'm trying to think through, though, because and I and not, I don't know that the film necessarily offers an answer. I think there are things there. Are, there are all sorts of ways of reading it. Um, there are. There's a question in the film about. What is it to be human, as you said? But I think, in 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 a way, that question actually poses itself as these these people are not human. Well, I'm. I mean, I think it poses the question of what is to be human because yeah.
1: she asks it in a way. So she says, you know,
0: she says, I don't want to hurt people. Yes. Does that make me? Does that mean I think like a human, or yes. does that make me human? She says something yeah some,
1: it was more than that it's something like I don't want to do evil does that mean yeah you know that uh, I'm a, I'm not a troll or something yeah I mean it was probably part of the same conversation but it was articulated in those ways
0: really on the ferry at the end yeah so yeah. So,
1: so so I think kind of those questions of you know who is who what is the self and who am I are kind of um, and and categories mm-hmm. right because you know, so on one hand, she's passed for a human all her life, right? You know, she was bullied for being ugly and looking different and so on. And in fact, kind of, you know, if she wasn't ugly or different, she was a troll. <laughs> well, well, she was different.
0: I, I think actually the question of it, the kind of philosophical question of what is a human? What makes us what we are? is, I think that's actually not one that the film is asking. Because the film basically says all these people are people troll or human they're all people it's about how we kind of choose to behave and i think the question that she asks about the fact that i don't want to hurt people does that mean i'm human instead of a troll to you Mm. she asks the the troll the male Mm. troll character um that question isn't about what makes us human it's about what makes us different and how we categorize ourselves i think that's where the film is kind of working i'm not sure um I mean, because there is all that
1: discussion of the paedophile saying, you know, what kind of people do this, and mm. you know, kind of. Um, but
0: I think I I I think that because from 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 the the male trolls perspective, saying that you know they hate, for him, that's justification for hating all humans, or that's the way that he rationalises it. That's part of who he is. is yes. someone who hates humans. But the
1: film's point um, of view is not with him,
0: right? Um... But but I think that I think what that makes it is not about what people do or what humans are like. it's about it's about how he sees them and and how he constructs his worldview, and it's different to the way she does mm-hmm. and she, and he wants to categorize the both of them together, and he wants her to be part of his thing bringing bringing the troll population back in our new community in Finland right at the end.
1: yeah, um, but the film complicates it because part of that point of view is actually that. She has been raised lovingly, yeah. yeah, by you know, this couple who, in fact, were complicit in killing her parents, but nonetheless, she was raised lovingly. Whereas he went from institution to institution being abused, yeah. So, that kind of point of view on people is also a kind of a constructed one in a way,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: So, it, may, it just makes those things. Right. no I
0: agree I mean it's not I don't think it's like it's like he was born hating people mm-hmm. you know I think the film clearly um, gives you that that context and background to so the way the different ways these people think but I think that that is actually where the real fruit is in, mm-hmm. in what the film's talking about mm-hmm. I don't think it's in this kind of more abstract question of just what makes us human I think it's it's about what makes us think the way we do yes. and what makes us categorise ourselves and, and are we justified are we rational how do we choose to see people So, for, so as I say He chooses to see the evil in humans, Mm. or or chooses maybe is not the right word. He can't help but see the the evil in humans due to his background. She doesn't see it that way, but then that he kind of he maybe takes what he thinks of humans as being as just that's that that is the truth, Mm. you know, uh, yeah, because not every human is in a pedophile ring.
1: (laughs) No. And, in fact, he's providing the babies for those pedophile rings. So, you know, he is just as bad or worse than they are. Uh, he's certainly complicit in all the terrible things that, yeah. you know, the bad guys in the film
0: do. Um, Though he chooses not to see it that way. Yes. He says, they don't need my help, really. Yes. You know, so, um, I, so I get away with it. Um, what do you think of the film visually? I think it's reasonably dull. Um, I suppose I like uh, the, the moments that I like the most visually were those um in the forest in the yes. woods. I think they are they are kind of they 're rich and and kind of just visually complex insofar as there 's a lot in the frame and 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 the way that the way that they use layers to kind of you know the, the, there 's the woods and there 's a character then there 's more in front of them The, the characters are able to get kind of get lost in the woods at point points, mm. and get sunk into the moss and that sort of thing mm. I think is really beautiful. I think, I think,
1: I think the film is very successful at creating a kind of ambiance. Yeah, so that's good. Um, You know, and the filmmakers really succeeded with that. Um, But, I I, I don't think it's visually very interesting. I just think that, you know, when you think of all of the tools that a filmmaker can bring towards expressing or adding nuance to story, it's like camera movement, right? Or shifts in focus, or... You know, there's not too much of any of that here, actually. Yeah. It seems like very simple kind of filmmaking. Um, I mean, the storytelling is coming from other elements. It's coming from the screenplay and the performances,
0: you know, and, and the, the setting <laughs> and the
1: makeup. Yeah.
0: Um, so, do you so think the story gets a little overcomplicated towards the end? Does it try and twist once too, you know, make too many twists and turns plot-wise? Is
1: no. I don't actually because I think it all ties in very neatly together yeah yes I think you know ending with her who's really a him possibly uh, but is nonetheless the one to raise this child right Um, in a different way than she's been raised I mean I think it's the natural almost like the natural logical ending that ties all these very loose ends together Mm. right the damage that they did to to the next door baby um, the pedophile ring, you know the fact that um, the baby in the fridge is not a baby but an egg. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's kind of to me it ties in very neatly. It's a very good screenplay. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, I suppose I was thinking more kind of con kind of on its way to the ending, like with the with the, with the pedophile ring and with all the, the re- one development comes very quickly after another. But I wondered whether you maybe thought it was. It was twisting and turning too much. Fun. I must say, I didn't see
1: the necessity of making the troll that looks like a
0: male, but is possibly the female, complicit in the paedophile ring. Mm. Although, I think in what we've been talking about, there there may be some kind of value in that, because I think it is interesting to think about. Yeah. I think it is interesting to think about how he, he participates in it. Yes. But doesn't see himself as the bad guy.
1: Yes. but um, Yes. Um, Though, I don't know, because, you know, there's this thing of him periodically popping out an egg that can't come to life. Yeah, because, yeah, like this whole thing is about meeting other trolls who can fertilize it, right?
0: Mm.
1: You know, and he's heard of some, you know, there's a community in Finland, but they have to find you. You don't go find them. I mean, he tells us all of that. So, you know, it must have some kind of effect on him to be periodically laying an egg that cannot be fertilized whilst he's then kind of you know punishing babies who are alive i mean i that didn't quite i think they could have Mm. done that better or or removed it i don't think the film would have lost anything by um you know kind of i mean the whole baby thing and you know the egg and the fertilization and the end and being adopted and so on is enough to carry that motif without making him complicit in the trafficking Mm. And the abuse, Because right? um, so,
0: yeah. yeah maybe I'm, I don't know if I agree, but I see you. you know, yeah. a Question. Well, I'm thinking aloud. I'm yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I'm
1: not sure either, but it seems my first impression is
0: that. Do you think that? Um, do you think that the film is too interested in the kind of minutiae and the detail of drawing from? The sort of legend of what trolls are, the mythology of what trolls are, and then kind of contextualizing it in the film. So, for instance, the thing about eating maggots, or um, the kind of connection with nature, or the fear of lightning—these are kind of troll things that the, that they put rather like in, let the right one in. It was you know the thing about about having to be asked in. Yes. Yeah, you know, kind of makes its way into the film. I don't know because I don't know anything about trolls. All oh, right. So I only know a little bit, but that's why that's it. That's why like five minutes before they said troll, I was going, because I, actually at that point, I remembered, you told me that it was the guy who wrote, Let the Rabbit In, who wrote the story right. behind this. And I'd forgotten that. And then I remembered it and went, oh, right, so there's got to be something. <laughs> well, you <laughs> see, but it, it's moment, not vampires.
1: The moment where they went into the woods, I thought they were going to be transformed into werewolves. You see, that's uh-huh. what I expected. You know, I didn't kind of expect anything to do with trolls.
0: Yeah. No, I knew the thing about maggots, and I knew the thing about lightning, being this kind of, these... These these aspects of what trolls are in sort of mythology. Right. So they're noticing them and putting them together with the author. Mm. But I and um, the other thing is, I had looked up the director before he saw it, and that may have informed why I started to see it as a story about uh, kind of racial difference or or, or you know, categorization of peoples because of the director being Iranian Danish dual nationality and yes. him maybe having an interest in that.
1: Well, I mean I think that's definitely in the film. I mean, you know, the thing about identity or otherness is very much a part of the film. You know, um I,
0: I it's when you it to migration that I'm not sure. Well, that, no, know. I said I said I'm not sure myself about immigration because of the difference, but I think uh, I think certainly there's a there's otherness all yeah. over it, which also goes along with uh with your trans yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. An otherness as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, and also this thing about you know, fluid communities, or communities in transition, or fluid identities, what, what are you, those are all kind of questions that lend themselves, you know, dual nationalities, or dual cultures, or intercultures, right, I mean, I think the film is very rich, it, it certainly allows readings of, of all of those things, and they do seem to be kind of worked through metaphorically in the film, in terms of the story that it's telling. Mm. So, you see, a rich film after all, I think.
0: Yeah, I didn't, I didn't say it wasn't. It's just, um, you yeah, know, it, it took, took its time a little bit. But it was intriguing from the start. Yes. You know, it has one of those kind of, kind of intriguing openings. Where I wouldn't say arresting exactly. It doesn't grab you. But you go, oh, why is this woman smelling so much? And why does she look so weird? Yes. <laughs> and yes. from there, you're with it. Yes. you know? um, Anyway, I'm very glad we saw it.
1: And it's a kind of film that, you know, we're not getting anywhere near our screens at the moment. So it's lovely that kind of movie gives us an opportunity to watch it at home. Yeah. No, so, no, I'm, uh,
0: I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad we watched it. And we basically picked it out of a lineup of, of, just, of 30 films going, uh, maybe this one. Yes, yeah, and actually, there,
1: there were 30 other films that looked equally interesting. I mean, you know, it's the thing about publicity, right? Because we looked through their list and there wasn't anyone that I thought, oh, cool, we must see that right now, right? And in fact, I'd already seen about, I don't know, a third of them, right? Right. You know, because if, if you're somebody interested in film, yeah, you'll have come across some of them you know um but you know it it's the films are not supported by this massive amount of publicity that creates this feeling oh i must go see that i've seen the trailer i love it you know it kind of you it's almost like um, you have to you have to go in a little bit blind and trust in the curation of um of movie itself which I think I must say so far it's been very good Yeah, you know, like I mean I haven't I've been yes. really interested in everything that I've seen from
0: them really yeah
1: Yeah. Uh, and it's always been a bit blind because you
0: can always rely on them to give you an interesting movie
1: yeah like I, what I would call a serious film yeah a film that's done with that aspires to be art in some way and that's also done with like a, a you know a certain level of craft. That's an, that's going to be an interesting film. Whether then it's to your taste or not is a different story. Mm. Yeah, but kind of, you know, they're all they're all kind of, yeah, films interested in, you know, aesthetics. Yeah, uh, and also kind of dealing thematically with issues in a kind of a complex and interesting way. Yeah, and this is a very good example of
0: it. It is, but yeah, worth a watch
1: certainly right okay well thank you very much for listening
0: (laughs) we are eavesdropping at the movies and we are on itunes soundcloud and youtube on social media we're on facebook and twitter Mm -hmm. at eavesdropmovies is the handle the website is eavesdroppingatmovies.com and uh if you give us a a listen uh then you know a like and a share and that would be lovely yes uh, because it helps yes so uh, only if only if you liked it be honest you know yeah otherwise fuck off oh. <laughs> you're always on mine. thank you very much for listening Bye-bye. bye bye <laughs> bye